This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 86. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a really exciting topic. And I'm going to use that facetiously because, well, I think for most people it's not super exciting, but it's definitely something that is important to understand, have a grip on, and kind of know what you're getting into. And that is insurance. Now, if you're starting a program, you have a youth program, league, whatever that may be, if you're needing to rent space, you're going to be required to have insurance. And insurance is going to vary depending on who you go through. And there's a couple different things that I've learned over the years um, that I think that I definitely didn't know in the beginning that would have been helpful to know, or at least questions to ask as things have come up about the process or what was I getting into kind of all that other stuff. So when we think about insurance, basically they're going to break down uh, a couple different factors. Now who you go through is not the, not the actual person you're going through. For most people, you're dealing with a broker who's then going to go through an underwriter. So you're not necessarily dealing directly with the insurance company as much as a third party. Uh, there are ways to kind of work around that, but for the most part, I think the vast majority of people are going to kind of work through that kind of mediary. Couple challenges that you run into depending on who you work with. Um, I've worked with a couple in the past, and and I think for me the biggest thing when I'm looking at insurance and who I'm going to work with is how quickly are they able to uh, get back to me. Are they helpful? Are they are they looking out for my interests as much as I'm trying to look out for the interests of the business and, and kind of going forward from there to protect myself? And and then in addition to that, there are a lot of other riders that you can add on to your insurance policy for different reasons, depending on what you're looking for, uh, for different coverage and things, things you wouldn't necessarily think about beyond the traditional uh, kind of medical insurance base, if you will. Now, in the last couple of years, there has been a change in um, the maximum coverages, or I'd say the minimum coverages that that most facilities will allow. It used to be around 2 million, 100 million, and 1 million, uh, 2 million aggregate, 1 million per uh, kind of maximum instance, if you will. And then kind of all the other little things that come down from individual claims and things like that, that you kind of have to figure out what do you want. So there's kind of a baseline that, that most people will fall into. And then I kind of see the mass majority of um, the premiums and things like that kind of fall into that, that category. So you kind of have a a base and then you can always add more if you want to, but then you're going to pay for it accordingly. So, there's a couple things that you want to be thinking about uh, when you're looking at getting your insurance. Now, I could quote you on what insurance could cost, but again, I'm, I'm just quoting based on my experience, not what it's actually going to be. And most of that's based on a number of different factors, who you go through, um, what your revenue is for your program, and then how many participants that you're going to get. A lot of those things are going to go into the actual premium for the year. And then it will vary because different insurance companies will uh, decide they don't want to cover that anymore. They're not sure, or they just, you know, 
there's been more claims for the year, and so that's going to affect premiums and, and some of this other stuff. And with floorball, most people don't know that it exists, and most insurance companies don't necessarily have it marked down as a sport. So you have to do a little bit of research. You have to do a little bit of education when you're dealing with insurance to let them know what this is. While it's a hockey sport, it isn't as far as uh, equipment, rules, things like that. So the, the level of uh, you know, risk and liability is different than if it was, say, just strict hockey. So those are things that you're going to want to make sure to um, at least make sure that your broker understands so they go to the, the underwriter and, and kind of make that clear when they're going to quote you your uh, premium on your insurance. Another thing that you want to make sure is when you're talking about insurance is understanding when you get your policy does it include for free of charge or as part of your premium the ability to add businesses or individuals to your uh, liability certificate of liability and this becomes really really important because every facility that i know of that will require the the use of this if you want to go into a school they need insurance so then you have to provide a certificate of liability naming them on your insurance they want that as part of the application part of the process um, and you can't get any further if you don't have that basically it just means you need to get the right language from that facility school or wherever and address typically their name, do they want anything added in addition to, and then that needs to be put onto your uh, certificate of liability, and then you hand them a copy of that. Um, because that's an official form, all of that has to be done through your broker, and it should be a simple email or a phone call to them saying, this is what I'm doing, here's the information, I just need a certificate of liability. Depending on your insurance, and again, this is why it's a really good idea to ask these questions, things you wouldn't think about or wouldn't maybe know, is that included in your insurance policy or is there a rider in there that says every time you want to do a certificate of liability, adding or naming somebody to that policy, you're going to be charged a certain amount of money. Now, I ran into this... Um, this last year because it's why I was renewing my insurance and I went to um, put something on and hadn't had an issue so I didn't think of it until right at the end and they said well you, your insurance doesn't allow or doesn't it requires a payment of a hundred dollars to add somebody to that rider and I didn't know that now, mind you, I've been with this company for three and a half years, and at no point had any of that information ever come up to me. Did I ever think it was any different? Now, I would have to go back and, and reread the policy and maybe reread the fine print. So there is some ownership on my end um, that maybe I, I missed, mistook or missed or something like that. And that's why it's really important to make sure that you are taking those extra steps to make sure that you understand what those policies include. Because in the reality, that may come back to bite you. Um, or at the very least, if that's what you can, you need to figure out how to add that into your overall cost so you can cover that cost in your program in the long term. So there's a couple different things in that, in that regard um, to be aware of. Now, when you talk about 
additional things to add, you know, there's uh, that's just kind of up to you and your organizational structure. You can add uh, a variety of other things to your kind of base policy um, that will all ultimately affect your premium. And it's a really good idea to make sure you're asking any question that you can. But more importantly, if you don't feel super comfortable with whoever you're dealing with, stop dealing with them and find somebody else. There's a variety of different people out there. Don't ever let them tell you that there are no options, that you can't get different quotes, that you can't talk to somebody else. Um, because some, some people are, are good about disclosing information to you, kind of what you can or can't do and others, maybe not as much. So please make sure that you take a little bit of, of time. It may be, um, a little overwhelming when you're, when you're talking about some of this stuff, but there are some really good businesses, really good people out there that are doing good things. Just like there's not, there's businesses that are not, not as great. Um, to each his own, but making sure you understand all those little things before you sign on that dotted line for the year, because when you pay for your premium, you're supposed to pay up front and kind of all those other things. So you don't want to be locked into something having spent, you know, 600 to a thousand, two thousand dollars, depending on what you're looking for or more. Um, and then also when you get that quote, make sure to question it, ask questions, figure out what it is, if you think it's too high, go back and talk to them, see what can be done. There's always a variety of other things that can be done. So whatever you're doing in this exciting project that is insurance, take the time to understand, learn, and know what it is you're getting yourself into and make sure that you're prepared and ready for uh, the requirement in order to do a lot of different things you want to do with your business or your program. So if you're looking for more information about floorball, uh, please check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. We do have an online store at www.floorballguru.shop. Um, not shop, dot store. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, but there's a lot of different things. If you're looking to pick up some apparel, uh, buy equipment or any of that other stuff, or if you just want to reach out, please feel free to do so uh, through social media. I'd love to chat with everybody. And most importantly, keep floorballing.